0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by freshman from the Stonehill women's hockey team, Mia Kenmore. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Mia, and how's everything going?
1: Everything's going really good. Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Well, obviously, you're in the middle of the offseason right now, so how are things been going with that? And uh, just talk about, I guess, what you have planned for this summer, whether it's hockey related or not.
1: Um, I'm pretty busy this summer, a lot of traveling, but currently I'm in Kelowna, British Columbia, because I'm skating with my old team with Rink and just training at their facility for a few weeks. And then I'm headed home and then going to Lake Placid for a bit to work a hockey camp. So nice. <laughs> are my big plans.
0: nice. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I've I've heard British Columbia is one of the nicest uh, places on earth. I've never been there before, but I got to check it out sometime.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it feels like home. It's one of my favorite places.
0: Now, what do you want to work on, I guess, this summer to help your game improve for next year?
1: Um, I definitely want to work on my speed. I feel like it's one of my greatest strengths. So just getting as fast as I can, because I may not be the biggest player, but (laughs) getting around people. It's something I definitely want to be good at. We
0: well, sort of now want to transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. Uh, so doing research on yourself, it says you're from Tri-Cities, Washington. Uh, so talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey?
1: Yeah, so I am from, I grew up in Richland originally, um, which is just one of the three cities that make up the Tri-Cities. And I started skating when I was about three. I heard that I was very annoying in the rink and they didn't want to let me on the ice yet, but (laughs) I made my way out there. And then my parents put me into figure skating when I was four, but I ended up going to one of my brother's hockey tournaments for the first time and told them that I didn't like figure skating anymore and I wanted to play hockey. So I had gone out there when I was five and then just kept going from there. Do you
0: have a favorite player growing up? I'm assuming probably someone from the Canucks since you live close, so close to the British Columbia area.
1: Shockingly, I'm not a Canucks fan. I was a diehard, still am, Blackhawks fan. So, of course, I am a bit in love with Patrick Kane. I was sad to see him go, but I loved him growing up and Kendall Coyne from the women's side.
0: Nice. Nice. What's your thoughts on the Blackhawks getting the number one overall pick this year? Are you going to be a Connor Bedard girl now since Patrick Kane's gone?
1: (laughs) I do really like Connor Bedard. He's incredible to watch. So I was super excited when they got the first pick. I wasn't really expecting it.
0: I'm just curious. Obviously, the Kraken never existed when you were growing up. So are you a Kraken? Do you like the Kraken now since you do have a hometown team a little bit? Yes,
1: I followed their playoff run and them all season. I've been to one of their games, actually. I They're almost topping the Blackhawks for me right now.
0: How much does that team mean to the growth of hockey in the state of Washington?
1: A lot. I think it's been crazy seeing how many fans they bring in, and it's definitely growing it so much, especially in Seattle, because Washington definitely isn't known for a lot of hockey and a lot of players coming out of Washington. So I think it's been really good.
0: Well, before college hockey, you played uh, for the Pursuit of Excellence School, now known as Rink Academy in Kelowna, British Columbia. Uh, So first off, how did you get the opportunity to join that school uh, in British Columbia, being from Washington?
1: Um, I actually grew up going to their summer camps when I was younger. I never thought I would end up there, but I was actually at a Washington State camp for like USA Hockey and stuff. And a family saw me there that had a daughter who was older that went to Pursuit of Excellence. And so they kind of tipped me off to the coach and then I got an email from them. They had me come out to their showcase and, and I ended up here when they offered me a spot.
0: And talk about your prep school hockey experience with the Pursuit of Excellence Academy and Rink Hockey Academy and what you took away from that experience.
1: It has definitely, it was like the best experience of my life. I wouldn't have had it go any other way. They just taught me so much and there's so much skill development that goes into what they do. There's just so many coaches, great skill coaches. My prep coach I had all four years, Chris Hogg, like he is just the best of the best and the hours that you put in like you're on the ice two hours a day doing skills for an hour and then working out for an hour it sounds like a lot but it's super fun and I would not have gone any other way
0: now how did your experience with rank help prepare you for college hockey with Stonehill
1: um I think that just all the time and balancing school with hockey of course, like. I know college is definitely a lot more school, but just learning the time management and the time that it takes to like get everything done in a day and be able to put your best effort in each day definitely helped me prepare for college and made the transition a lot easier.
0: Now, one thing I, found, I find interesting about your graduating class is you guys had to deal with a lot of challenges due to the pandemic since it happened right in the middle of your, I think, sophomore and junior years. So that's like a key point of your hockey development so my question is, how did you sort of handle that challenge of dealing with COVID? And how did you what did you do during some of the times when you couldn't put be on the ice to help get yourself better as a hockey player?
1: Yeah, it was definitely hard. I mean, we were lucky enough to finish out our sophomore season, and then pretty much I had to go back to the States because of COVID right away. But pursuit of excellence ran like Zoom skills and all this stuff. And was able to work out at home and do those so we're fortunate enough for that and then coming back junior year we were able to actually play nine games and then lucky enough we got to practice that entire time I was stuck in Canada for nine months (laughs) because I wasn't able to go home but we've made our way around some of the regulations and we're still able to be in the gym and do our skills kind of outside and in the open so we were very lucky.
0: <laughs> What's the best memory you have from your rink hockey days?
1: Oh gosh. Um definitely our championships. My freshman and senior year, that was kind of full circle moment for me, but outside of championships, I would say in the spring we get to do a lot of like Beach volleyball instead of skills in the facility. And I think those are some of the best moments that we had.
0: Now, talk about your recruitment process with Stonehill and what made you want to play there versus other schools you might have looked at.
1: Um, so my summer before my senior year is when I kind of started talking to Stonehill and meeting Tara. And yeah, my coach here, Chris, he told me to reach out to them. That was a new program. And so I got on the phone with Tara a few times, and she was just super welcoming, very convincing with her creating history and building a new program. It was definitely a scary idea, but I really liked it, and I could tell that she would be an amazing coach. And a lot of other schools were saying, like, oh, could you take a gap year? Like, because rosters were so huge, and it just seemed like I was hearing a lot of gap year, gap year, gap year. And I just didn't know if that's really what I wanted to do. So when I got the opportunity with Tara, I kind of jumped on that.
0: What was like some sort of the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey this past season? Was it the speed of the game, the physicality, or just the less time and space you have with the puck?
1: I would say physicality for me, not super big again. So I've always had coaches telling me like, be aggressive, like get yourself into the battles. And I definitely throughout the year got much better at that. It may have caused a few penalties, but <laughs> I'm working on it. And it was definitely one of my biggest improvements.
0: As long as you're not receiving too many checks, that's all that counts. So
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Now, like you mentioned, obviously, this was the very first year of Stone Hills hockey history. Uh, so what was it like sort of helping uh, build a program and sort of make history like uh, Coach Watchhorn said?
1: It was certainly a learning curve. There was so much that I thought I already knew about hockey and then I just learned so much more (laughs) there's so many things I didn't know and building a program was definitely really special we got to create our own traditions we just kind of got to go through the flow of stuff and make our way through the season learning and yeah it was super cool
0: now, obviously, you got, scored your very first collegiate goal against UConn. That also happened to be the very first uh, goal in Stonehill hockey history. Uh, so, just talk about that goal, what it meant to you, and did you do you have did you did you get to keep the puck, or does the school have to keep the puck since it's the first uh, program's history goal?
1: I did get to keep the puck, which I was super excited about. But yeah, that goal was crazy I think I blacked out a little bit (laughs) after it happened just a bouncing rebound I remember in my head I was like oh my gosh don't whiff on this please and I was like jumping up and down it was super great just to see my teammates how excited they were and it was super special because my parents were there actually so that was a really great moment
0: what does it feel like to score the first goal in program history? Like, does that sort of settle in when you scored that goal, or did you only think about it, like, after it happened?
1: Um, I think I didn't really process it until after. It was definitely wild. I remember Megan Myers actually told me a story after, which who knows if it was true or not, but she said during warmups, they were sitting in the stands trying to guess who was going to score the first goal and said that Tara actually said that it was going to be me. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's awesome. It, crazy to think about
0: i hope that's true because that's a pretty cool story so
1: <laughs> yeah me too
0: now talk about what it was like playing in new and just the competition you face every weekend cuz it's a good conference it's very competitive but it's also a conference that many people don't really know about so just sort of talk about your experience playing the teams that you play every weekend
1: yeah i feel like it's definitely a less talked about like newer conference and but it was a great place for us to start if there's one word I would use to describe the new hot it is definitely gritty there is never a game where it's not getting pretty aggressive and you it could really be anyone's game like every weekend it's never like oh this team will be a easy win it's always good competition and good speed and aggressiveness.
0: Now, one thing I liked about your team a lot this year was your team had some very hard fought and some wins against non-conference teams. So it sort of showed that your team can can also compete with teams outside your conference, which I think was a big building step for your program. So what did having those positive, I guess, results against those kind of non-conference teams mean to you and the program uh, as you guys try to make that next step uh, for next season?
1: I think those were huge for us. I mean, we were able to get a sweep against Lindenwood and Won a couple games against RPI and I feel like there was one other maybe. Or it was we overtime around. against
0: the UConn, which I thought was impressive too.
1: Yes, that was huge. After a bit of a big loss, we came back, took an overtime. I think that definitely gave our group a bit more confidence in our game and that like, hey, we can compete with anyone. And yeah, I think it's good to get our name out there as people were noticing us, they were like, okay, this team is legit. Like (laughs) they're here to play.
0: Now I had the chance to talk to your coach a few months ago, coach Watchhorn about the season. And one of the things that she sort of was preparing for was sort of the, I guess the challenges of building a new program and sort of the uh, roadblocks that your team was going to hit. So I want to ask you from a player perspective, how did you sort of handle those roadblock challenges that your team hit, especially in the middle of the season when you guys sort of had a losing streak and how did you sort of like, use that to help have a good end of the season when you guys went on that run towards the end of the regular season and obviously winning your first playoff series against post.
1: Yeah. I mean, we definitely had our ups and downs. It was a little bit hard for a new group like us to find our consistency. And honestly, when we barely won a game in November, I think it was good that we didn't really notice that until after November was over, because I think we kind of took our losses just as learning moments. And Tar was really good about not letting us be angry and just kind of looking at what we can improve on rather than what we may have done wrong. And so I think our coaches were definitely the most helpful people ever in getting through our learning curves and roadblocks. But yeah, we kind of just took each challenge as it came and built off it.
0: Now we were talking about some of the adjustments you had to make to college hockey and you mentioned how uh, the physical adjustment that you had to make helped improve your game. So I will ask you again, though, what do you think was the biggest improvement that you made to your game uh, from the start of your freshman year to now?
1: Um, Definitely my physicality. That was huge for me and getting more involved in the plays. And other than that, I think just my speed getting off the walls and Tara basically ingrained into my brain about crossover speed. And that has been really huge for me, even like coming down on -on one-on-ones. I've just become so much more confident with the puck and using my crossovers to get by people. What was your
0: thoughts on your team's performance during your freshman year? And what did you take away from it? And what do you hope to build, I guess, from it uh, for next season?
1: I am incredibly proud of our team and our performance No one really knew what was going to happen coming in. So I think going like nineteen sixteen and two was huge for us and certainly nothing that I would have expected. But yeah, so I hope to just bring that through into next year and hopefully get a few more wins. And yeah, I have big expectations for next year. Now that we've made it through our first year, we kind of know what we need to do.
0: I also do want to ask, cause I thought the biggest like accomplishment that your team had this past year was winning your first playoff series against post. So I sort of want to ask you what you learned from winning in that playoff series um, and just talk about what it meant to the program as well.
1: I think I learned that playoffs is a completely different game than regular season. It is way grittier. You never know what's going to happen. And Yeah, that was huge for us in our program, getting through our first playoff series, especially getting the two wins just out of the way, not having to go to a game three. But yeah, it was crazy. The amount of effort it takes just to make it through two games, like right in a row, was definitely hard. We were tired for sure. And you could kind of see that a bit in game two, but yeah, it was awesome.
0: Now, your team's lost to St. Anselm in the postseason to end your freshman year. Uh, what did you take away from that game that, um, I guess, I feel like people learn a lot from losses, and you obviously said that you learned a lot from your losses during your freshman year. So what did you learn from that particular loss against St. Anselm that you think is going to be beneficial for yourself moving forward?
1: Um. Honestly, I feel like learning from that game was – I don't know. There was so much good in the game, and Tara preached to us that she thought we fought hard the whole way. And it wasn't so much that we did anything wrong. It was just sometimes the balances don't go your way, and sometimes maybe we're fighting a bit too hard that we get away from how we should be playing just normally. Like she'd always say, "Never change anything when you're a couple goals away." and don't try to do things yourself so i think we can just learn that we just got to stick to our game and it's not always going to end up how you want it to be but there's a lot of good
0: now obviously the big news with your team this past off season or during this off season i should say is you guys got a new head coach so my, i guess my first question is were you surprised that when coach watchhorn left to be you? and have you had the chance to meet your new coach um Salo? And what do you think her coaching style is like? And how do you expect to sort of adjust to that?
1: Yeah, um, I was definitely surprised when she left, but I feel like we couldn't be too surprised after we saw that the head coach at BU was retiring. I think it was all in the back of our minds that she would probably be going back there because it is her alma mater and that's a great opportunity for her. We're all super happy for her. Of course we'll miss her, but it was surprising, but also not. And then we did actually get to meet um, Coach Mir Solo right before we all left school and got to talk to her for a couple hours, (laughs) a lot of questioning back and forth, but she seems really great. And you can tell that she really wants to be there for us and that she's going to be an awesome coach i think her coaching style will be relatively similar to tara's and yeah i'm super excited for her she's very open super easy to talk to she was very invested in getting to know us even in the short time that we got to meet her she already knew (laughs) a bunch of stuff about us so i think she'll be really good and hopefully the adjustment she said she wants to make it as smooth as possible and easy she doesn't want to come in and upend everything and change it all so I think it'll be really good for us
0: yeah is there like any communication that goes on between the coaches and the players during the offseason or is it something where like the coaches just want to leave you guys on your own and sort of give you guys a break from hockey during uh, the offseason
1: um there's been a bit of communication so far she's sent out um a few messages about just like surveys and of course getting like sizing and such but yeah we got a survey about just what we want for next year and just personal information about us so she can get to know us better and I think we'll start getting into maybe a bit more communication I know last summer we did zoom meetings through the summer so probably something pretty similar
0: So one more question, I guess, uh, before we head to the non-hockey segment is, do you have any goals and expectations for next year? What do you hope uh, to improve upon individually? And also as a team, what do you hope to accomplish as well?
1: As a team, I think I have super high expectations. A championship is definitely in the back of my mind. I think that we could totally do it. And our team is a lot stronger this year. And our incoming girls will definitely bring a lot for us. So I think we have a good group and we could get there and some more wins, maybe end up a bit higher in the league. Um, Yeah. And then individually, I'm, of course, like I said, I want to improve my speed over the summer and just be more confident with my skills going into next season. And I'm definitely huge about the PK as well. Our percentage was super good this year. And me and Brianna Walkholm are PK buddies. <laughs> so I take a lot of pride in that and want to stick with it. Are
0: you going to be eating a lot of pucks this summer to sort of practice on that? Because that's, I feel like that's a big part of the PK, sort of just blocking those shots.
1: Yes, absolutely. I'll get myself in front of the shots. <laughs>
0: Well, so we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment where I ask you some non-hockey questions. Uh, first one is like, what is, what type of music do you like to listen to just on like a daily basis?
1: Ooh, I am a huge country fan and actually recently I am being turned into a bit of a Swifty. My best friend is getting me into Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> nice. What's your thoughts on just the? are you going to try to go to one of her concerts? I don't know if she's coming to uh, Seattle or not. So
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm not sure if she's hitting Seattle, but I have been watching her videos of the Eras tour all over my TikTok. I wish I could go to one.
0: Yeah, it does look like a lot of fun. I will say, though, I don't know if I could handle that traffic. So I'm sort of conflicted on it as well because I hate traffic. That's probably my biggest pet peeve.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge traffic fan either.
0: Uh, Why did you choose the number 18?
1: Oh, Gosh, well, I feel like this is a bit of a cliche, but I was born on the 18th.
0: <laughs> okay. But, um, I
1: don't know. The numbers kind of run in my family, like 313, and then my brother was always number eight, and I would always say that two threes make an eight, and so it kind of just seemed fitting that I would be 18 as well, and it just worked out that I was born on that day.
0: What is your guilty pleasure TV show?
1: Selling Sunset. I actually just started watching season six.
0: I've never heard of that show. What's it about?
1: Oh, it's okay. These um, real estate agents in LA, there's a whole bunch of drama. They're a big real estate company. And there's just these amazing houses that they try to sell. It's like millions of dollars. It's crazy.
0: That's awesome. I bet you I I always like seeing what those uh, expensive houses look like. Because there's no not a chance I'm able to afford one in the next like 10, 15 years from now, so.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Now, what would the perfect day look like for you?
1: Hmm, I think hockey aside, <clears throat> just a relaxing day, I gotta say, I need coffee for sure. And I love going out for breakfast. So I'd probably do that. And then if I were to be here in Kelowna, I would go to the beach and walk out on the boardwalk and I would definitely go shopping and hang out with my friends.
0: Nice. I feel like I would go to a hockey game. I know you want to put hockey aside, but like, that's (laughs) probably my favorite thing to do. So I'd probably just do something like that. Yeah. What is your most embarrassing hockey moment?
1: Ooh, earlier this season, I think it was in the fall. Um, I was going way too fast and a ref and I basically just like locked eyes and I just ran right into him and fell back on my butt and I don't even think he moved a bit Oh wow! my coach and I laughed about that a lot in video
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny though I won't lie yeah <laughs> now gangs, let's ask some questions about some of your teammates uh first one is who's the funniest on the team
1: Bailey Feeney definitely she is a character and I'm always laughing
0: (laughs) who has the best style on the team
1: Mm, on ice I think Paige Whaley but then off ice I would say Maeve Carey or Bailey Feeney as well
0: if you could have lunch with anyone in the world who would it be and why
1: honestly I think I would have lunch with my mom I've lived away from home so much that I don't get to see my family all the time. And I feel like whenever I can, I go to lunch with her and it's my favorite.
0: Nice. Did you do anything for Mother's Day? Did you get to see you then?
1: Yes, we did. We used to go to this little like flower nursery um, when we were little, but we hadn't been able to all go together in the past few years. And my brother and I were both home, so we got to go with her and go to lunch and Get her flowers, which always makes her happy.
0: Nice, nice. I guess one more non-hockey question is: Was the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week?
1: Hmm. Oh, the other day when I was at dinner, um, the game between the Panthers and the Hurricanes was on that went to four OTs. That was insane.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of it or not because I think at some point you got to find a way to end these games because I don't think it's good for players' health and also fans. Pretty much no fan is going to stay for five-hour hockey games. I don't care how much of a hockey person you are. And I feel like I don't know. At some point, you got to find a way to end it. They're not if they can't decide it. So I feel like they should like move it to like three on three after like a certain number of time, just so the game can end more quickly.
1: Absolutely, because they basically just played two games. plus another period and I mean at least the fans got their money's worth <laughs>
0: oh yeah oh yeah I don't know how many of them stayed uh, f- throughout the entire game because it looked like some of them were sleeping um, yeah. in the stands.
1: yeah that was definitely that was crazy to see
0: now getting back to some hockey questions now first one is uh, what advice should you give uh, younger players listening to this on what it takes to make it to college hockey where you are today
1: hmm. I would say I've always heard and gone by that There's always someone out there that's doing more than you are. So just use that to motivate you to do the most. And then definitely don't forget to have fun. I think the process of getting to college hockey can be super stressful and it's easy to get wrapped up in the stress. And I just think people shouldn't forget like why they play hockey and remember the fun parts of it and why you love it.
0: Well, do you have any shots you want to give and who should we have on the podcast next?
1: I'll shout out my prep coach, Chris Hogg. He's awesome. I wouldn't be here without him. And having next, I think Natasha Falk. She plays for the Dalhousie Tigers and she was named to all rookie team. She's a great person, better player.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to say thank you, uh, Mia, for coming on the podcast. I appreciate your time. I wish you nothing but the best uh, for next season. I know your team's going to do great things and uh, have a good summer as well.
1: Thank you so much.
0: You got a smile that makes the sun rise. You make it shine.